ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family evangelistic service, family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third. <clears throat> President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 658, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, beloved, we're reading Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 10 through 17. Shall we pray? That is correct, right? Holy Father God in heaven, I pray that you would grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing, your freedom, and your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to pray, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, the whole counsel of God and to preach your Holy Gospel. And Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. Tonight, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And we know that you have everything under control. And Holy Father God, we individually, uh, well first Lord, I Hopefully we individually praise you and we thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is sitting at your right hand right now, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power and who lived a holy, pure, and sinless life, uh, being the Lamb of God who 
has taken away the sin of the world. And we thank you. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you. Help these people who are gathering on to thank you and to praise you as well. We are well aware that there are people trying to hinder the gospel from going out. We are well aware that uh, there are people who are trying to uh, block the preaching of your holy word as they've done for many, many years. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that your holy word would continue to break through. And uh, Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast uh, out the devil and the demons of hell out of those people, be they family, friends, or foes who are trying to hinder your holy word from going out. Lord, rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts from their minds, their hearts, souls, and spirits, and help them to understand that they are fighting against you. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, and I thank you so much for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have indeed bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, have continued mercy and grace upon each and every one of us. Lord, who truly believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, in these perilous times, uh, but by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit, we're holding on uh, to your unchanging hand. Uh, we may be the faithful few, we may be the remnant, we may be the last 7,000, but we know that, as someone wisely said, with you, uh, we're in the majority. And so, Holy Father God, uh, help everyone under the sound of my voice to individually, and Lord, help us to collectively confess our own sins, our failures, and our faults unto you, uh, whatever it might be things, Lord, that you see that we may not see. For Jesus Christ's sake, have mercy and grace upon us. For those who are saved in my family, in this audience, in this country, and around the globe, for Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us of our sins as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Crush and crucify, Lord, our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh within us, and the old man within us, and fill us afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments, that we will not sin against you. And, uh, uh, Holy Father God, deliver each and every one of us who 
who named the name of Christ deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. And grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right. Lord, I pray this for all of my saved family members, all of the saved people in this audience tonight, all of the saved people in this country and around the globe. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And help us to do your will and to love right, live right, think right, and do right. And Holy Father God, help us all who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray. Thank you, Lord, for leading me to pray throughout this day. Uh, at uh, even times, Lord, that I would not pray. Uh, thank you for having your Holy Spirit for some reason to prompt me to pray at different times today than what I normally would. And so, Holy Father God, thank you for the prompting of your Holy Spirit to pray without ceasing. And uh, Lord, I'm sure you will show me as you did uh, on Sunday evening. And uh, I, I know the devil must be plotting something, so for you to do what you did today in my spirit. But I thank you for doing it. And Lord, help us to humble ourselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways and repent of our sins and get back to you our first love. For those of us who are saved tonight, Holy Father God, once again, my wife, Marika White, hears me say this all of the, all of the time. My children have heard me say it many times. And you have heard me say it many times. I thank you once again in, for allowing me to live in an extraordinarily quiet neighborhood. The quietest place that we have ever lived. It is so tranquil and so peaceful. And I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for that. And uh, even in this noisy world, and uh, I thank you, Lord, for the kind of people you have surrounded us with. And so I pray for their salvation. Have your Holy Ghost to not give them rest uh, until they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent and uh, hold of their sins. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, uh, tonight for the salvation of the lost, including my wife, Marika White, uh, including her mother, her aunts, her siblings. And uh, if one or two of them might be saved, they ought not to be offended that I'm praying for them to get saved. They ought to be thrilled. They ought to be excited. They ought to be thankful that somebody in the family is praying for their salvation from hell and from foolishness and wasting of their lives. I pray the same for my mother and my two sisters. I pray very boldly for Lord, my mother and my two sisters have no fear of you before their eyes, ruling over men in the church, ruling over their husbands, 
and uh, other such sinful foolishness uh, with uh, with ease, and uh, and 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 not and don't even give it a second thought. And so, Holy Father God, help them to understand that is a demonic spirit of rebelliousness. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that uh, you would do the same with other family members. Uh, have your Holy Ghost and all that you can bring to bear, all that you do bring to bear to, uh, upon people's souls and upon people's spirits. <coughs> uh, to help them to come out of their religion, especially people steeped in religion. And no doubt my mother and sisters are more steeped in religion than even my wife's family. So, Lord, I pray that you'd cast and blast the devil and the demons of hell out of all of the people who are lost in my family, in this audience, in this country, and around the globe. And, Lord, it's not important to me that we meet together down here on earth at this point uh, at all. I'm praying for their salvation so that they can have a true, peaceful, and joyful uh, uh, heart and mind and spirit and avoid uh, all of the foolishness and sin that causes them to have fits and starts uh, and faking and phoning like they are truly happy when they're not and marriages are shot, living in adultery, living in fornication, living in sin uh, and other such foolishness. And so, Holy Father God, I thank you so much for the privilege and the joy and the blessing it was <clears throat> to raise my children in you and according to your holy word to the best of my ability. And I thank you for having the feeling that I left it all on the field for them. And I thank you, Lord, for most of all how you led me uh, to lead them to serve you with me. That's, that was, that's the most beautiful part of it all. The devil hates it. The devil can't stand it. And the devil hates me and the devil hates these children who served you with a pure heart. And Lord, uh, uh, some of them are still serving you with a pure heart even tonight. And they don't understand it, but the devil is fighting against them. They, they can't even begin to understand how much the devil hates them for all that they have done and all that they have set up. Every last one of them, all seven of these children, have a spiritual ministry legacy uh, that if they had the maturity, they would even show more appreciation for right now. That is still going on, reaching around the world. They never thought it would uh, come to this. <clears throat> uh, when they started out as little ch children, they just wanted to help their papa. And oh, how well they did. And they, they set up an online ministry after 20 years of pretty much of being uh, doing regular ministry. And I personally did not think that you can even have ministry online. Uh, I was not impressed with the computer and thought that was of the devil too. But my daughter's 
saw something. For, at first, I saw something on the billboard at Dallas Theological Seminary, and not a billboard, but the bulletin board. And then I thought it was interesting, internet evangelism. But I didn't take that much stock in it. And then my daughter, Danita, and daughters, Danita, Danae, and Aniqua, and Danielle, came across a couple of sites. And uh, the rest is history. And uh, uh, my daughter, Danielle, was a baby when we started Black Christian News. It's almost 20 years uh, now. And so, Lord, through that, through go to church online, hundreds still come to church, go to church online every Sunday and throughout the week. And uh, Gospelite Society, we thank you, Lord, for McLean Bible Church. They had a hand in us starting. Uh, they inspirationally wise. And so thank you for putting everything together, Gospel Lighthouse of Prayer. And uh, Lord, I give you the glory. I give you the praise and I give you the honor. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight. And uh, I thank you for the tribulations, the troubles, the trials, the temptations, the tests, and the tensions. I thank you, Lord, for my thorn in the flesh. Uh, it's it's uh, not good for her, but my wife, Marika White, has been a thorn in the flesh for 34 years. And, uh, and to this day, I do not believe that she's saved. I pray for her to get saved. And uh, Holy Father God, thank you for showing me today even while exercising, how that we spend a whole lot of time on the outward body, but you really don't. You created us, but you're more concerned, and it's so sad that the inside of us is more corrupt uh, than the outside of us, and, more, and, and much more uglier than the outside of us. That goes for men and women, and you're concerned about a beautiful spirit. You're concerned about a beautiful soul because that's going to live on forever. The body will finish corrupting and die down here. But uh, you, you've always been more concerned about a beautiful spirit, a beautiful soul, a beautiful mind, which, Lord, I would venture to say none of us have i would venture to say if we're in the prime of life that our bodies are far more beautiful than our spirits our souls and our minds when we should be focusing on that for lord i don't believe there are any virtuous women anymore and i don't believe there are any virtuous faithful men anymore and so holy father god and the whole church has fallen down flat on his face except for your 7,000, your remnant, and uh, your faithful few, as you predicted. Uh, I, 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 I knew it was going to happen, but I, I didn't think it would be a rapid falling away 
where everybody just falls away at the same time. Uh, and I do believe that the satanic, demonic, planned spirit and movement of wokeism had a huge hand in the whole church being knocked down flat. Uh, it, it, it is one of the most sinister, and I hate to say it, Lord, but well put together uh, clandestine movements of Satan against the church that I've ever seen. And even as, uh, to use your phrase, even the elect have been deceived. Uh, people who were in church solid and running in church solid fell down flat on their faces and and some are bound by the devil because they took the 30 pieces of silver from the homosexual crowd and and somehow the devilish man who is the center of it uh, has been the center of it uh, and behind it all somehow knew that if you dangle some some silver and gold and money in front of the pastor they would go ahead and bite and hook line and sinker as thousands of them did that's why we don't hear the voice of crying aloud and sparing not from the pastors today while they are having young girls come into their churches with their breasts stripped off their minds raped by the public school system dressed in drag while little boys being castrated and having their penises cut off and pastors are now having symposiums and meetings on how to uh, deal with uh, so-called transgendered little boys and little girls and the parents who uh, are the walking dead because of it they're, they're totally, their minds are blown and, and then they foolishly, all of them foolishly think that they can solve these problems at the ballot box and shame on the pastors, shame on the pastor's wives, shame on the churches for allowing this demonic foolishness to come into the church and into the community in the first place. But Holy Father God, you're not shocked. Uh, because you knew that the church was not prepared for this Eurocladon hurricane uh, a long time ago. And uh, Lord, you uh, uh, mercifully and graciously let some of us know that, that this was going to happen. Uh, but uh, Lord, I just didn't think it was going to happen this fast and so quickly. And, uh, but it has, and uh, humanly speaking, Lord, there's just no way for uh, the church to gain that ground back. Uh, it is pretty much over as far as that is concerned, as far as I can see it. However, all things are possible with you. And, uh, and I still pray in faith but uh, after hearing from you for so many years, uh, I do not sense that happening. 
because the people in the church, as you led me to say at the beginning of this plague, and for over four years before the plague hit, preaching nearly every day, uh, people in the church and people elsewhere are not in the mood to repent of their sins. Lord, we are all great confessors, but uh, not good repenters. And so, all I can pray, Lord, is have mercy and grace upon our wretched souls. And for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our many sins. And Lord, I pray that you will help us who are saved to truly repent. And Holy Father God, I also pray, Lord, tonight, thank you for your distresses. Thank you, Lord, for my distresses, rather, and my afflictions. At the same time, I do pray regarding all of these things uh, that whatever you can lift, Lord, uh, from my shoulders, whatever burdens you can lift, I thank you in advance and I would appreciate it. Uh, but if there's anything that you have in my life that's keeping me humble, as Paul talked about, Lord, let it stay and uh, let it have its way. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems. And Lord, thank you for hearing and answering that prayer. I didn't—I never heard of anybody else praying for it, but Lord, you heard me pray about it, and other people heard me pray about it, and it feels good that my all of my children who have student loans can knock off twenty thousand dollars because they all had Pell grants off of their student loan. That's that's a blessing from you, for only you can move upon the heart of the king. Only you can move upon the heart of the president to even do that. And Lord, uh, I believe that he, uh, if it be your will, he's going to get rid of the rest of it. In fairness to the people who couldn't go out and get a job for the past three years, or they were afraid to get a job over the past three years. So Lord, let your will be done. It was such a blessing on yesterday to remind my children uh, to get that $20 knocked off of their student loans. And I know some people don't agree with it. Uh, and some people don't like it. Uh, but if they can send $70 billion to a foreign country that's losing a war, then they can, they can spend uh, some money on the people in this country who uh, went through uh, the coronavirus plague. Uh, and were, was uh, collectively paralyzed for a while. And so, Holy Father God, I thank you for what you have done. Thank you for hearing and answering my prayers, uh, for that's a burden that no, no one really needs to carry right now. Uh, and be that as it may, Lord, I do praise you and thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are for they could be worse. And the Holy Father God, if it were not for your mercy and grace, it would be worse for all of us would be burning in the hell that we deserve to be burning in. And so Holy Father God, I pray tonight 
I uh, pray, I do pray for the protection of my entire family and all other people in the audience tonight and Christians and Christian families in this country and around the globe. And uh, Lord, I do sense that because the devil hates my children and hates me, they are in danger. Uh, and uh, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would bless them and protect them and uh, protect them, Lord, from the devil and from people who are demon-possessed and demon-controlled, be they in the family, in the church, in the world. Protect us all, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ, and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow. And Lord, it is amazing how demon spirits can jump from people who have demons inside of them, in the family especially, in the church as well. Evil communications always corrupts good manners. And Lord, uh, my children are not exempt from that. And because they did not have a loving mother, they might be even more open to anybody who shows them any uh, love and compassion. And so I pray, uh, especially from the female side, uh, I pray that you will protect them, open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and help them not to fall for these demonic tricks in the family, in the church, in the world. And Lord, I thank you for blessing me to raise them up the way that I did. And if they would take heed to what they learned under me, they'll be just fine. But if they choose to be disobedient and rebellious to you, uh, they will one day uh, hear from you. And, uh, and as I told them before they left home, uh, that they do not want uh, to be chastised by you. And so, because they know better. And it's going to be a very painful experience. And so, Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you will bless and protect, uh, Lord, uh, my family, all of the people in this audience and Christian people around the world, Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the world, evil people in the church. Place, Lord, upon us tonight the whole arm of God. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ. Surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. I pray a special prayer for Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, and Danielle. Duran, Danielle, and Quazia. And Lord, help them to remind each other of your holy word, as I do each day. Uh, help them to rebuke each other when necessary. 
to stay on the straight and narrow way because that is the road of blessing. Uh, and Lord, help them to continue to serve you for your glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 10 through 17. And whatsoever mine eyes desired, I kept not from them. I withheld not my heart from any joy, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my portion of all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored to do. And behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. And I turned myself to behold wisdom and madness and folly for what can the man do that cometh after the king, even that which hath been already done? Then I saw that wisdom excelleth folly, as far as light excelleth darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walketh in darkness. And I myself perceived also that one event happeneth to them all. Then said I in my heart, As it happeneth to the fool, so it happeneth even to me. And why was I then more wise? Then I said in my heart that this also is vanity. For there is no remembrance of the wise more than of the fool forever, seeing that which now is in the days to come shall all be forgotten. And how dieth the wise man as the fool? Therefore I hated life, because the work that is wrought under the sun is grievous unto me, for all is vanity and vexation of spirit. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, the more I read this book, and I believe the more your people read it who are saved and filled with your Holy Spirit, they understand that it is, a, it is an extremely deep book. For he goes beyond what most of us think about through the wisdom that you gave him. 
and uh, he is saying some things that are universally true, but sometimes people don't want to accept it. All is vanity without you, without living according to your purpose and according to your will and being redeemed by your blood, your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Indeed, all is vanity. And Holy Father God, in a sense, I believe that you have allowed that to fuel me to preach your holy gospel and your holy word and to teach your holy word and to pray publicly, to preach your holy word publicly with people, your saints and your sinners, and the sinners, rather, uh, because everything else is vanity. Yes, Lord, I've enjoyed sports in the past, and uh, yes, Lord, every now and then a movie would come along that I thought was uh, well done. Uh, but the more you have led me to serve you and to do what I'm doing now, uh, there is no doubt about it that all is vanity. Everything else is vain. Everything else is vanity. And I, I find myself, Lord, feeling sorry for people, even in the church, how they are constantly trying to find the next thing to get excited about. They're constantly, just like the world, trying to find that next thrill, that next sporting event, that next movie, that next uh, restaurant experience, that next trip. Uh, and they, they, they come up empty-handed. And Lord, because my children have served me have served you while helping me rather in the ministry for so many years. I am thankful to you that they quickly uh, find out this same thing, that, that without you and serving you, all is vanity. Traveling here and there, they have learned like me, or traveling around the world. And once you get there, it's going to be the same old you and once you start dealing with other people, it's going to be the same old them. Nobody has a beautiful spirit. Nobody has a beautiful soul. And we think we might think that for a minute or a few days, but after a while, spending time with them, we'll find out they are set in their wicked, evil ways as well. For we're all good at uh, one of the ugly things about our spirits and souls is that we're all good at putting on the dog for a day or two or a few weeks or a few months. But then after a while, we see the ugliness, the corruption uh, in each other. Um, and all is vanity and vexation. And so thank you, Lord, for uh, teaching me that years ago, taking heed to your holy word. Thank you for showing my children that uh, having freedom uh, is nothing if it's not having freedom 
uh, to do your will and to serve you. Uh, and that serving you is the only thing that will satisfy and fulfill. And when you allow us and bless us to serve you uh, as the main purpose in our lives, then a little restaurant experience or a little break from it all uh, to go to a game or to watch a game uh, is more justifiable and more interesting as a relax mechanism, relaxing thing. So I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that understanding. Thank you for showing me in no uncertain way that life is nothing. Life is empty. Life is vain. Uh, and full of vexation as the wisest man who ever lived who had it all. And we're seeing people who have it all now jump out of 54-story buildings uh, at a young age, leaving a beautiful wife behind and children because it's all vanity and vexation. And help us, Lord, not to forget it. Help us to always remember that so that when we wake up in the morning, we ask you what is your will for our lives and not have our plans. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes. And even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Service family members my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White the third. You didn't you didn't hear stop. It kept on going. Okay. Uh, this is Daniel White the third president of gospel. Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast episode number 1014 where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative source, commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry commentary or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. My dear friends, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading the aim of this podcast, 
The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and the giving of the sense of it, the understanding of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened by believing and and escaping the wrath of God and the eternal burning hell by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ who lived a holy life who never sinned in word, thought, or deed, born of a virgin, who then chose to suffer, bleed, and die on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God, who said the most loving, the most magnificent, and the most important words in the history of the world to mankind when he said, for God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And all you have to do, my dear friend, to be saved from the burning hell and escape the wrath of God to come is simply believe. Do do exactly what Jesus Christ said. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, for he is the Son of God. And he is the Passover Lamb of God for the sins of the entire world, not just the Jews, but the Gentiles as well. He suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for our sins as the Lamb of God. He was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God having paid for all of our sins. Your sins have been paid for. You and I and the Pope all priests, all preachers, the Dalai Lama, even Joel Osteen, all of us, and our wives and children, we all have sinned against God. Makes no difference how great of a businessman you are. Makes no difference if you are a king, a prime minister, or a president. Makes no difference how much money you have, how beautiful you may be, or how educated you may be. You are a lost, wicked, depraved, ungodly sinner. And you need to be saved from the eternal burning hell. For there's no other place to put ungodly, depraved, wicked sinners. For we are so wicked, we manufacture sin. We create sin as we go. It's a never-ending thing with sinners. Sometimes we even marvel at how wicked people are. And we're wicked too. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. 
we die. In case you're wondering, we die because of our sins, our sinful nature, our sinful choices. We have broken the Ten Commandments of God that God gave us for our own good. God did not give us the Ten Commandments to take away our fun. He gave us the Ten Commandments so that we could have more fun and more peace and joy to go with it. For what you call fun and what I used to call fun uh, was evil, wicked sin, and then we have uh, all of the repercussions of that, the guilt and the, and the babies out of wedlock and uh, people li living miserable lives like so many people are living today. The Bible says it is appointed on the men once to die, but after this, the judgment. So one day you're going to die. And uh, in this life, you need to get your eternal life insurance policy already paid for in full through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you will, signed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have to pay a dime because you don't have enough money to pay for salvation. You can't work for this salvation because you don't have enough time. So my dear friend, all that is left for you to do is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as he said and take advantage of the love of God for God so loved the world that includes you, red, yellow, black, and white. We're all precious in God's sight. I know you are saying, well, I don't deserve love. Uh, I understand the feeling. And you are, you are a great candidate to get saved today because you're humble. Uh, well, preacher, you don't know all of the bad things I did. Welcome to the club. We all have done bad things. We just don't tell each other. We're all wicked and deserve to go to hell. You, you are a good candidate to get saved because you're humble and you don't feel worthy to get saved. That's how God wants you to feel. We're not worthy. We, we, we deserve to go to hell. I know that's not what the psychologists uh, tell you and the self-esteem people tell you, but the truth is we are so dirty and so wicked and evil. We don't deserve God's mercy and grace. We don't deserve to go to heaven. We don't deserve Jesus Christ. We deserve to go straight to hell. Every last one of us ought to be in hell tonight for the violations that we have uh, committed against God Almighty who made us from nothing. Therefore, he has the right to tell us how to live since he created us from nothing. So he gave us the rule book and we have disobeyed the rules. And so we deserve to go to hell. But you don't have to go because God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave up his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, as the lamb, the sacrificial Passover lamb of God of all time. He replaced all of the lambs that were sacrificed in the Old Testament. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins blood has to be shed and the blood of God the innocent pure holy blood of God in Jesus Christ Emmanuel God with us was shed for you and for me 
And all you have to do is do what Jesus Christ said. Whosoever believeth in him, the Son of God, shall not, should not perish but have everlasting life. That's it. Church membership can't save you. Baptismal certificate can't save you. Don't take your baptismal certificate up to the gates of heaven. You're not going to get in unless it has some blood on it, the blood of Jesus. Speaking in an unknown tongue is not the evidence of your being saved. Singing in the choir, working in the church, being an usher, being a deacon, being a pastor, being a pastor's wife, none of that can save you. And I believe that each person knows deep down that whether or not they're saved or lost. God is not going to uh, let you leave this earth without your knowing that there's something wrong. God loves you too much. And he's doing everything he can to get the gospel to you. You're here tonight by a divine appointment set up by God. And all you have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as Jesus Christ said. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ suffered. He bled and he died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day and then call upon his name based upon God's word that says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That comes out of your heart of believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And as you believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, what will take place at the same time is a repentance, a turning away from your old life. So do it tonight. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. I will lead you in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have broken your Ten Commandments and that I have done evil in your sight repeatedly. And I do understand that I deserve to go to hell. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit. Please help me to change and help me to turn from my evil lifestyle. Help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ 
as your Savior and you called upon his name in sincerity to save you, according to what Jesus Christ said, as I told you, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. That means that you are saved now by your simple faith in the Lord Jesus Christ according to God's word and God cannot lie Jesus Christ cannot lie it's impossible so dear friends may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior now to grow in the faith please go to gospel light society dot com and tap on the book titled what to do after you enter through the door and that little book you can tap on it and download it it's free of charge you will be you'll, you'll never be asked a dime for it and uh, read that book and you will know the next steps that you need to take as a Christian. We're here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We have volunteers up all time of the night to receive your email if you have a question. If you want prayer, you need to send in a prayer request. Send it in via email. on the email that's on your platform and you can send it to my email directly. Uh, Our staff has uh, uh, access to my personal email, dw3 at gospellightsociety.com. And uh, we'll pray for you until you tell us to stop. We also have more material to give to you Another thing that you can do, which is very beneficial, because it is on demand, uh, we have thousands of podcasts already done that can carry you all the way through the Bible in multiple ways. And uh, I would encourage you to take advantage of that. It is Bible College Seminary Level Bible education uh, from a man who's graduated from multiple universities and Bible colleges with accredited degrees. And so it'd be just like uh, going to seminary and and it's free of charge. And all you have to do is sit back and listen and grow. So dear friends, we're going to resume the standing between the living and the dead service already in progress. And this will be your first Bible study for those of you who got saved tonight. Today we're reading Matthew chapter 2 verses 9 through 12. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, 
they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh. By the way, have you ever smelled frankincense? There's no smell like it on earth. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. That's why the Bible calls them wise men. That's one of the reasons why. The main reason why is because they went seeking Jesus, the Messiah. My dear friends, that was Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it, if you will, with the help of the Holy Ghost and with the help of Matthew Henry. What joy these wise men felt upon this sight of the star none know so well as those who, after a long and melancholy night of temptation and desertion under the power of a spirit of bondage, at length receive the spirit of adoption, witnessing with their spirits that they are the children of God. We may well think what a disappointment it was to them when they found a cottage was his palace and his own poor mother the only attendant he had, that is, to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Messiah. However, these wise men did not think themselves baffled, but having found the King they sought, they presented their gifts to him. The humble inquirer after Christ will not be stumbled at finding him and his disciples in obscure cottages after having in vain sought them in palaces and populous cities. Is a soul busy seeking after Christ? Would it worship him, and does it say, Alas, I am a foolish and poor creature, and have nothing to offer? Nothing? Hast thou not a heart, though unworthy of him, dark, hard, and foul, Give it to him as it is, and be willing that he use and dispose of it as it pleases him. He will take it and will make it better, and thou shalt never repent, having given it to him. He shall frame it to his own likeness, and will give thee himself and be thine forever. The gifts the wise men presented 
were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Providence sent these as a seasonable relief to Joseph and Mary in their present poor condition. Thus our Heavenly Father, who knows what his children need, uses some as stewards to supply the wants and the needs of others. And that is so true. God will take care of his own. There's no doubt about it. Even in humble places. And can provide for them even from the ends of the earth. God will do it. God has done it. And God still does it. Let's give him the glory. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your leaving behind for us uh, multiple versions of your birth and uh, your life, your death, your burial, and your resurrection. Lord, help us never to forget it and have it to continue to inspire us to do your work and your will. Thank you tonight for the privilege and the honor and the blessing it is to hear your holy word and to learn more about your holy word. Help us to apply it to our lives and to share it with others, to preach it to others, to teach it to others, and to preach your holy gospel from it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the family verses. What I have dubbed the family verses. The family segment. Please turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And let me say here to all young people who have parents, uh, God has blessed you with parents that God wants you to obey them. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. As I have said oftentimes, you're going to find in the Christian life that it's just right to do right. You do what God has commanded you to do. You may not feel a thrill. Uh, you might not have a tingle down your spine. But there's great blessing in being obedient to God. And thus, uh, by being obedient to your parents, you are obeying God. And that goes for what your parents taught you when you were under their authority. 
You don't have to do it if you don't want to. But if they taught you right from the Word of God, you ought to do it. And do right, as one evangelist said, do right though the stars fall. And over the long haul, God will bless you. Verse number two, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. As I said in a sermon on Sunday night, uh, wokeism comes straight from hell and it is designed to destroy all three major authorities. First, the home, second, the church, and third, government. The three great institutions that God formed to keep things under control and to restrain man's wicked behavior. And I must say, because I believe in giving credit to where credit is due, these devilish people who planned wokeism and who have led wokeism, uh, they planned it, and for not all, but for the most part, it has worked. It, it has been successful in destroying families. It has been successful in destroying and dismantling children's lives and making them believe in the most demonic and most stupid things ever. It has worked in the church. I believe that wokeism uh, is a part of the termites that ate away at the foundation of the church so that when things went down, the church fell flat on its face. Not everybody. God still has his faithful few. God still has his remnant. God still has his uh, 7,000. But much of the church fell flat on his face and and the, and they, they remind me of the woman in the commercial. I have fallen and I can't get up. The Bible talks about a falling away. And I told the Lord in prayer tonight, I, I believed your holy word. I just didn't know that they were going to all fall at one time. Because they, like Judas, took the 30 pieces of silver and they betrayed Jesus. They betrayed God. They betrayed the church. They betrayed the family and hooked up with the evil government and sanctioned the abomination of abominations, the homosexuality, uh, homosexual marriage, which even Lot and the wicked Sodomites in Sodom and Gomorrah never thought about homosexual marriage. I don't think they thought about it in Rome. I don't think they thought about it in Greece. Because that particular uh, evil demonic sin has did not only destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, it took away the glory of Greece and the glory of Rome as well. And a part of the reason why is, is this thing called hubris. 
hubris is not only about pride, it's, it's about being so arrogant and so proud and you have gotten so much that you won't respect God and just have normal sex with your wife or with your husband like you're supposed to and enjoy that pleasure. You 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 go to a height in pride and rebelliousness and stubbornness and witchcraft that uh, you want to you want to do something that is is perverse beyond the pale. That's what an abomination is. That even it even not only does it discuss God, it discusses uh, other sinners. And see, that is a line that no nation can go past. Because once you go past that line and you start accepting that, destruction begins to happen as it is happening in America right now. And in the world. But man, being evil... They still persist in it. Verse 3, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Because the devil hates me and hates my children, because they help me in the ministry and help me in the ministry so much. I feel that they're in danger. But if they will hold on to this passage of Holy Scripture and uh, obey God, that things, things will be well with them. But if they don't and they betray God, betray Jesus, uh, as is, it is a generational curse, mainly through my wife's side of the family and... Uh, uh, as on my side of the family, we have another sin that I have warned them about. And that is uh, the sin of fornication, the sin of adultery and stuff like that, S sexual sins. Not homosexuality, thank God, but sexual sins, hetero heterosexual sins. And so far, so good on that. Uh, but that demonic spirit of pride, stubbornness, and Judas is something else. And, uh, and if they go that route, they're going to suffer uh, a great deal. And it's going to be very painful. And it's going to be more painful if they, don't, if they do like their mother and resist Stay proud, stay arrogant, always have to defend yourself, always have to lie and be dishonest and uh, trying to prove that you're right kind of a thing is going to be harder that way. I call it pharaohistic pride joined with Jamaican pride. And Jamaican pride is a common, uh, it's common knowledge. Don't get mad at me. All Jamaican people know about it. All Jamaican husbands know about it. That's why so many of them are divorced. Both of them have hard heads, the husband and the wife. And very stubborn, stubborn, very proud. And so, uh, and my, my, and 
my children, they're half Jamaican. They got some. They got a lot of that in them. They have different uh, levels of it. And uh, but that's a killer, right there. That particular sin. This kind of pride, I call it Pharaoh-style pride because it may it caused Pharaoh to drown in the sea. He couldn't. He just could not take ten punishments. Uh, he had to go after them again. Why? Because of stubbornness, pride. Uh, you know, he was defeated. His son had died, and he still went after the Israelites. That's Pharaoh-style pride and hubris, and he drowned in the sea. So you you know you don't want that. They're in danger, and so I pray for them every day. I send them prayer verses every day. I have prayed with them every day of their lives. I have told them I love them every day of their lives. And uh, uh, every day of their lives. I have never failed doing that. Every time we would depart, uh, when I would leave the house, when they were growing up, I would always tell them I love them. And they would always tell me, Papa, I love you. And, and they do that to this day. So... Um, uh, pray for them with me and pray for uh, your children as I'm praying for your children and your family as well. At this time, let's pray for families and let's pray for others. Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for all of our young people who are in the church and who claim to be saved not only in my family, but in the families under the sound of my voice in this country and around the globe. I pray, Lord, that they will examine themselves and make sure that they be in the faith and that they would uh, humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from their wicked ways. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and protect them from the devil and from the demonic wokeism in the schools, in the churches, even in some Christian colleges, in uh, other areas of life. And Lord, I pray that you will rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts, Lord, from them. And give them sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. We pray for the healing of all Christian marriages that want to be healed. And we pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts from every marriage and every family. In Jesus Christ's name, we continue to pray that you would have mercy and grace upon us all. Our Lord, who uh, named the name of Christ. Please forgive us of our gross sins of not obeying your great commandment. Forgive us of our gross sins of not obeying your great commission. And Lord, help us to repent. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray, Lord, for, yes, the millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague that you led me to preach about and to predict for over 10 years before it hit in multiple ways and all of it being recorded in, in written form as well as on uh, 
uh, on podcasts and audio and video. And so, Lord, comfort those people, comfort the people as we face what they call a triple plague pandemic with the flu rising, RSV, I think they call it, filling the uh, children's hospitals up. Little children, Lord, who can't even talk, uh, have all kinds of tubes coming out of them and going into them to keep them breathing. God, have mercy upon these families. And uh, the CDC director just got the coronavirus. President just took another shot today. And... uh, uh, and it is predicted that that is on the rise as well. So, Lord, we pray uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that we, we, only, we don't pray just for the millions. We pray for a few by name. And, uh, Lord, we uh, thank you for leading us to pray for these people by name in nearly 900 services. Uh, since nearly three years ago. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of New York resident Dustin Domrish, for the family and friends of Texas resident Christy Reinwalt Fuller. We pray for the family and friends of Missouri resident Bob Atkinson. We pray, Lord, for the prayer requests Uh, that have come in. We pray for the thousands uh, who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. Lord, hear and answer their prayers, hear and answer our prayers for them. And we pray for salvation, spiritual, family, life, financial, material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all, including these families, Moshe, Please deliver him from drunkenness and give him good health. Please save and bless his family and help his son to do well in the interview at a new school. Please save and bless his friends and bless their relationships. We pray for Marie Grace. Please bless her with a right place to stay where she can live her own life away from people who practice witchcraft, voodoo, who make drugs and, from, and, and, and deliver her from criminal activity. Please give her peace and justice in her life and surroundings. We pray, Lord, for Jensen. Please bless him with the power of the Holy Spirit, anointing in his life with all spiritual, physical, and soul blessings. Divine intervention, protection, wisdom, and connections, and wealth, blessings. Bless him with anointings and gifts from on high, the Holy Spirit, power of authority and fruits of the Holy Spirit. Help him to do your will and your ministry mightily in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Deliver him from all curses and satanic evil works. Protect him from the coronavirus plague and bless him with prosperity and his own house in a blessed atmosphere. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi. We thank you for the privilege that we have to pray for him 
and his ministry and to join him in thanking you for lost souls being saved and uh, people being healed and delivered. Please protect uh, their children there, our children here from the devil and bless their outreaches and efforts toward that purpose. Please heal Sister Dora. Please provide for their churches and deliver their churches from economic hardships, family disputes, insecurity, starvation, and poverty. Please deliver Kenya and all of Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for new souls, basic needs for orphans and widows, food and water, church planting and construction, ministry, financial resources as well. And Holy Father God, we pray for uh, the people who have gotten saved. Uh, we pray for a new group here tonight. Help them all to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for Linda, Ender, DeSources, Jerry, and Imran. And we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives, and that includes all of the other ones that are not named in the thousands. We pray for Harry, Charlene, Judith, Maureen, Arinamim, and everybody else. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, pray without ceasing. Lord willing, if the Lord tarries is coming tomorrow, and the Lord says the same, I'll be doing the devotional service, the uh, standing between the living and the dead devotional service tomorrow morning, and uh, I'll be back tomorrow night for the uh, the Praying Through the Bible series as I am still dealing with the prayer that God will not uh, answer for all of his saints. Uh, all about, it's all about the thorns in the flesh, or the thorn in the flesh in all of our lives to keep us humbled and to keep us praying. It's a very beautiful, uh, deep message. And so if the Lord tarries is coming, uh, I'll be preaching on that tomorrow night around the same time, a little bit earlier than tonight. So until then, my dear friends, as I told my children this morning from the Word of God, pray without ceasing. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. Pray always, and He'll keep you in perfect peace. In fact, the best way to keep your mind stayed on the Lord is to pray without ceasing. In the words of the Marines, Semper Fi. In the words of the Air Force, Semper Supra. Semper Fi means always faithful. Semper Supra means always above. God bless you. Have a great night. And don't lose your blessing. Keep your mind on the Lord tonight. Pray before you go to bed. And have a great night of rest and sleep. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow morning.